Are you one of those people who likes to work in your yard? You know, planting flowers, trimming the hedges, pruning trees, things like that. This is Tim Waters. I have to be very honest and say that yard work is not my thing. In fact, given the choice between working in the yard and having all my fingernails pulled out at the same time, yard work still comes in a distant second. But now that I've been brutally honest with you, I have to admit that sometimes when I cut the grass, I almost enjoy it. Not the sweating and the hot sun and getting thirsty. That part's not so fun. But getting the chance to think through things I'm dealing with while I cut the grass, I actually like that part. But some days go better with me and the grass than others. Let me explain. Once while I was out cutting the grass, I found myself hurrying to get it done, about to run out of daylight and gas for the mower. With only a small patch of grass left, I hurried to get some gas from the garage. I was in such a hurry that I wasn't thinking straight. I should have just grabbed the whole gas can. But for some reason, I decided to pour a little bit of gas into a cup. I thought that would be all the gas I needed to get through the job. It might not have been all that bad an idea, except that I failed to notice that the cup I grabbed was made of styrofoam. Some of you already know what happened next. But by the time I got back to the mower, there was no gas left and very little cup left either. It's okay if you're laughing at me by now. This was not one of my best days. But you know, later God showed me something important in all that. Just like that styrofoam cup was never designed to contain something as volatile as gasoline, our human bodies were never meant to contain something as lethal as unforgiveness, resentment, and bitterness. I think you can see where I'm going with this. These negative emotions and feelings are simply not worth hanging on to. Maybe you didn't ask for some of the things that have happened to you, but those things don't have to control you in such a negative way. But you know, here's some reality that we all need to think about today. If you choose to hold on to unforgiveness, then those things from your past will control you. So then the question becomes, how do we move forward? You know, no one expects you to be perfect. No one can blame you for having a bad day every now and then, that's just how life is. But if I hang on to unforgiveness, then I'm setting myself up for a season of bad days. And constantly seeing life that way can lead to bitterness and resentment in my own life. If I go on and on in this state, then even small things can become a big deal. Now, if this continues on and on, not only will I begin to push people and opportunities away, but I can end up carrying around what scripture calls a root of bitterness. Hebrews 12:14 says it like this, the root of bitterness can actually cause us to miss the grace of God. But not only can this bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness throw off my spiritual perspective, but medical studies have proven that holding on to these kinds of feelings can even impact my physical health. It's important to realize here that personal freedom is our goal in all this. In John 8:36, Jesus makes a very powerful statement. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. But while Jesus has the power to set us free from so many bad things, we have to allow him access into those parts of our lives. If you're a believer, this means that you've asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins and you've asked him to become the Lord of your life. In other words, you've allowed him to forgive you of whatever you did wrong in your past. And allowing Jesus to come into your life also allowed you to let go of those things in the past that were holding on to you. And just like his forgiving you brought freedom into your life, your forgiving others will bring even more freedom into your life. If you've been struggling in this area of letting go of hurts and wounds, realize that Jesus desires to bring freedom into that exact place, but he won't force it. In fact, he will wait for you to invite him in to this part of your life. Now, if you're still with me, let's talk about some practical steps. 
The reality here is that you may have no desire to forgive certain people. Depending on what's happened in your past, some things may seem impossible for you to forgive. Well, the truth is that without the grace of God, it would be very difficult to forgive other people on our own. Some of us just don't have the ability inside to forgive other people on our own. But the important thing to understand here is this. True forgiveness has nothing to do with how I feel or what my emotions are saying. In fact, Jesus probably didn't have lots of positive, happy emotions as he hung on the cross and forgave us. And you and I can't wait on our emotions to feel just right either. But we can make the quality decision to forgive, and then the emotions can be dealt with over time. So now let's get more specific. Who do we need to forgive? Well, we may need to forgive parents, brothers, sisters, or other family members. But bear in mind that even as you do forgive, God is not requiring you to stay in a dangerous situation or home life. If you find yourself there, it may be time to seek outside help and make a change. Beyond family, you may also have to forgive teachers, organizations, or even institutions. And forgiving all these people doesn't mean that you have to be a doormat. Forgiving is not about ignoring or enabling the bad behavior of other people but rather it's about you moving beyond what they do. You may have to forgive coworkers, bosses, political figures, and maybe even a minister of the gospel. It's even possible that if life has given you great disappointments, you may even have to forgive God. Now this may seem shocking to some believers that this is even possible, but you would not be the first person to have to work through this, and God understands. And finally, depending on the choices you've made in life, you may have to forgive yourself. But here's some more good news for all of us today. Whatever you've given to God and repented of, the Bible promises that God has forgotten all about it. So if God has moved on from this, then it may be time for you to move on too. Now, as you're moving toward that place of freedom in this area of your life, let me encourage you that you may want to take even more practical steps. Sometimes making a list on paper of every hurt involved is helpful. This list is not for anyone else, but for you and God. Then once you've forgiven all the names on that list, then this very private piece of paper can be burned or destroyed as a declaration of the new season of freedom that lies ahead. And as for relationships, think about this. Consider that while some of your acts of forgiveness may involve reconnecting with some folks, that may not be practical in some situations. But while you can't control the distance of some people or situations, you can control your part in it. Life changes and it's not always easy to reconnect with people in a personal way. Some people have moved on from our lives and some have even passed away. But you can at least release them from your heart and life, taking care of the part you can by forgiving those people. Now, I've shared a lot today, but I have one more big question for you. Are you now ready to move forward, releasing others and yourself into the bright future God has for your life? I encourage you to allow Jesus to begin to help you in this area of your life and watch what happens. It may not be easy at first, but eventually I think you'll be very pleased with the results. As I wrap this up today, I want you to keep in mind that God has more than enough grace to help you begin to forgive and to begin to heal in your own life. I encourage you to start today releasing others as you release yourself. Hey, today is a brand new day and God is giving you a tremendous opportunity to start things new and start things fresh by releasing others as you release yourself. And by the way, next time you're out working in your yard, if you think about me, would you pray for me? Again, this is Tim Waters. Let's take it higher. This has been Taking It Higher with Dr. Tim Waters. If you'd like to hear more encouraging podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Facebook under Taking It Higher.